Oh, Father, we thank you. Precious Spirit of the Lord, we thank you for your wisdom multiplied unto us. We thank you. Holy Spirit of the Lord, we give you all praise. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah forevermore. We declare that the wisdom of the Lord is upon us. That the spirit of the Lord takes over our mind and our life. Oh, by the spirit of God, we are enraveled to do all the Lord would have us do. In the name of Jesus, as we listen to the third part of living intentionally, that our life will become as the gospel of Christ. Our life will become the message of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, oh Faradiga Bayeke Koma Sana Derodia Tecos, oh Shabalabalabarabadiana Dekeroski. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit of the Lord. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you're just joining us, God bless you. Uh, my name is Promise, and I trust that the Lord would speak words to us today in a heavy and mighty way i'm actually just trusting on the lord and relying on the Spirit that he by his wisdom will say words to our hearts tonight it's a three-part series pastor pam took the first day and pastor pam placed emphasis on service that's purpose is service like when you have an opportunity to serve you save you throw it into your heart like save when you have that moment to save save because that's the true definition of purpose and we have looked at it contextually from the, the the point where it must be kingdom. That purpose must be kingdom. You must live your life for Jesus. You must live your life for Jesus. Oh, Father Maradina Dashkopahaya. Lord, as we listen to the word today, the engrafted word of God, let it pierce our hearts to see Jesus in the name of Jesus. At the end of men. We'll just be concerned about the kingdom. We'll be relevant for Jesus. We'll not waste our time on it. In the name of Jesus. On the second day, Pastor Austin took about started telling us about how we could handle distraction, how we could stay on the gaze, how we could know what to do. I wrote quite a number of things. Because of time already moving or already. We'll just look at the last part. And I will go into how you could actually handle distractions and, and live intentionally. How you could actually really, really live intentionally. When you say live intentionally, we are, we are, we are saying live for, with one thing in mind. Just with one thing in mind. 
one thing in mind. Paul said, I press towards the mark for the price of the high calling in Christ Jesus. So there's something we are living for. We are not living for nothing. Not, it's not just an empty discussion. You know, living in the desert might not look like there is all fire falling anywhere. But let me tell you, this is the heartbeat of God. This is where you are living your life, the way God has designed it. You see, when we, when we, as we grow older, one of the things one woman told me, he said, as you grow older in life, you will realize that only few things matters. It's just few things, really few things that really matters as you grow older. I, I was my grandpa some years ago. My grandpa said, um, well, people are still young. He just said, well, for him, he does not really need a car again. He doesn't really need a house again. Oh, he should be about 80 or 80 something, if not 90. So right now, he does not need a car, he doesn't need a house, he doesn't, but say for young persons, you start pursuing, and he start telling us about the story of his life, how that many years ago, people were pursuing to get some things. You just realize as you grow older, that just few things that truly matter, just few things that really matter, few things that really matter. And what's my charge today is for us to make sure that we redeem the time. Uh, my charge is for, to make sure that you maximize the moment God has given to you. Do not live for nothing. Do not live an ordinary life. I'll start with the book of Galatians. If you are with your Bible, Galatians, uh, Galatians chapter number 2. Fanadigo Barahas of Ciso. Geromina Gaya Tenahako Batiji. Omena Kabaya. Ronde Koba Bane Koso Vivi Nahadash. Galatians chapter number 2, verse 20. Galatians chapter number 2, verse 20. It was one of the scriptures I read this morning, and it, it just left me with a message that I will not live my life for nothing. If I were you, I would say it with me that I will not live an ordinary life. I will not live an ordinary life. I will live for Jesus. I will live for Jesus. Hallelujah. I will not live an ordinary life. I will not just come to waste my time on it. In Galatians chapter 2 verse 20, Paul began to speak. 2.20, have been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. But Christ live in me. I've been crucified. I'm, I'm, I'm starting again Galatians 2.20. I've been crucified with Christ. You see his position. I'm crucified. I'm crucified, a done deal, something done already, sealed by the Lord Jesus. I'm being crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. What Paul was trying to say is that I have just one cause to live for. I have just one purpose to live for. I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. 21 says, I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the Lord, then Christ's death is in vain. So you see that you don't live your life for nothing. You, don't, you refuse to live an ordinary life. You must say it until every part of you begin to fight low living, begin to fight wasting your time you must begin to say it every day of your life i will not live for nothing i will live intentionally i will live for jesus i will live for jesus every part of my being it will be for one purpose it will be for one purpose till every cell of my body gets the message i will live for jesus i've been crucified with christ so every day you keep saying it 
You keep saying it. Sometimes sickness may want to remind you that you are in this world. They need to tell your body, not have been crucified with Christ. Sometimes maybe maybe the things around you, maybe a job, maybe you're looking for something around you. Maybe money, maybe maybe a child that's not, not, not behaving well. Maybe it's, maybe it's a, 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 a call from home. Maybe things are not working the way you want to do. That's where you begin to talk. I think, I remember I last, in, in our last week, I I'll go back a little because of the distractions we had. Varatia namaso brodina gako fefa fana deshi raba babala barakosko bina maratige o fana na de gerata kaba barokosko bida babaye ronde kepa panatasha jeke de gerada kaba barakose bida barakige gayata namazo ore tene mekoska banate kekoba jabala Kata kata kapa parakoski So I was saying that you don't make sure you don't live for nothing. Make sure you live for one purpose in mind. Let it be for Jesus. And I said one way to handle distraction is to stay focused on the message. To stay focused on the message. Paul said for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. He said, one thing have I desired, David was speaking, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. All the days of my life. He said, I count all that were gained to me. I'm, I'm just taking us back again. I count all that were gained to me as rubbish, that I may gain Christ. Philippians 3 verse 8. I count them as dung, that I will gain Christ. Glory to God forever. And no faramina bashing. One of the things I said is that a major way to handle distraction is to stay focused on the message, is to stay focused on your assignment. I said the cure for distraction is focus. It's not to start responding on, on what people are saying or changing the message or say ah the world is becoming difficult. It's not to start complaining. The cure for distractions is focus. The cure for distraction is focus. Come on, stay focused, beloved. Stay focused on the message. Maradina Gaso Fever. Stay focused. Stay focused. I said, truly, a man who is not focused will not make a mark in destiny. A man who is not focused will not make a mark in destiny. Even if you pray and pray and pray and pray, and if you are not focused, you are not living intentionally, you will not make a mark in destiny. Every great man you see today who is making a mark in destiny. They are men who are focused. Nothing can move them. Like Paul, they will say one thing have I desired. Just one thing. One thing. Just like Paul, they will say one thing. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. And I press forth, reaching forth unto those things which are before me. I press towards the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You want to make a mark in destiny? You must leave, you must leave those things that are behind. And press towards the mark. What, what, what does the Bible tell us in James chapter 1 verse 8? You see, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So you must be convinced that you are the best man God has sent on the earth. You are the best man for the message. 
you're the best person. I think Pastor Pam was talking about that on the first day. How that you must be convinced. You must be convinced. Pastor Peter Alabi, the pastor of Rema, Rema, Rema World Bible Church in Lagos said that no man can do great things without conviction. You must be fully convinced that you are the best person for the job. Stop looking at yourself, you are too small. No, you are not small. Stop looking at yourself, you are, I can't do anything. You can do so much. Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. From today, begin to see yourself as the best person that will represent God. As the best person that will represent God. In your organization, see yourself as the best pastor that can reveal the mind of the Lord. That can reveal words of wisdom. They can speak the mind of Jesus. Oh, Faradina Maha. In when men say there's a casting down, I'll be the one who raise my voice and say there'll be a lifting up. When men say things are difficult, I'll be the one who raise my voice and say things are easy for me. In the name of Jesus, there's no distractions on my part. I stay focused in the midst of distractions. In the midst of trouble situations, I walk on water. I see myself walking and raining. Oh, Shabana Tege, Rondo Semanaha, Rigo Baraki Gehaya. You see yourself walking and raining in life, Jesus. You see yourself walking and reigning through Christ Jesus. Sometimes to handle distraction and live intentional, another thing you need to do is to guide your circle. Guide those who are around you. Bible says, guide your heart. Out of it will flow the issues of life. You say, guide yourself. Make sure you are well guided. Guide your inner circle. Don't allow anything just come in. No. Let the word of God stay in your heart. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. Paul was talking to the Colossian church. He said, let the word of God dwell in you richly. So that anything that is not like the word of God, it will begin to repel them off. It will begin to repel them away from you. Be loud about the message that Jesus died and that he died for me. That he died and he died for me. The song says, I need no other argument. I need no other plea. It is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. I'm satisfied that Jesus died for me. I'm fully satisfied that he died and he shed his blood for me. That through his blood, in whom we have redemption, through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, Ephesians 1, 7. So I'm going to live for this message. I'm going to live for the message. And as I started saying, in handling distraction, make sure the message does not change. Yes, your method can change. Like for instance, many persons don't have access to a physical building and we are online. The same thing, the same message. The message will not change. The method can change. As God is sending me and you, sending us all over the world. Someone is sending us, going to all the world, into all the world, and bring the gospel. Mark, Mark 16, 15. Go into all the world and bring the gospel. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. He didn't say come into the church and start fighting for position. No, he said go into all the world and be a solution to the world. And your solution is not bringing worldly ideas. It's bringing the message, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Till all eyes, all eyes see the beauty of the Lord. Till all men see the glory of the Lord. Till all of you and the heart of all men is filled with the glory and the power of the risen Christ. Hallelujah. Now, when you are fully persuaded about God's plan for your life, some persons will walk away from you. Some persons in the initial state they will not understand you. They'll be like, why, why, why are you just why are you so crazy about those Jesus? That's the sign you're making progress. You guide your inner circle. Don't allow any kind of pain. No, no, any kind. No, just don't allow nobody to just come around you. Stay focused on the message. That's one way you have to handle distractions. Hebrews 12 verse 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. 
stay convinced. A wise man said, if I have ever failed at anything, it was largely due to a temporary loss of focus. If I have ever failed at doing anything good, it's because of a temporary loss of focus. Don't lose your focus. Bible says, don't lose your focus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Over the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despised the shame, and now he's seated, he's seated on our behalf. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Don't lose for don't live for nothing. This life is designed with myriads of distractions from different angles, from people, from friends, from colleagues. The life alone is designed with a lot of distractions. So you are going to arise and say no to distractions. I will not be distracted for any reason. Now I will stay on course for the Lord Jesus. I will do all the Lord will have me do. Oh, Pharaoh man, not diggers. Life is designed with a lot of distractions. That is why we are saying live intentionally. A lot of distractions, good distractions, sweet distractions. But get your gaze, focus on the Lord Jesus. Know why you're on earth and live for that reason. Bible says, redeeming the time for the days are evil. Redeeming the time. Bible says we walk circumspectly. So we do not walk like fools. No, we do not walk as fools. We redeem the time. Knowing the will of what the will of the Lord is. So many things will fight for your attention. And the things that will fight for your attention will never end. So you must make sure you are in full control. Wisdom demands that you are in full control. That you give your focus to the right people. And as believers, our main purpose is that all men be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. That all men be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. That's the Father's big dream. So focus is a skill that can be learned. We can actually give our attention, give our attention over to the Lord. I, I keep telling people that most times whenever I fail at a thing, it's because my focus is already dwindling. I'm already giving my attention or my heart to another thing. I'm being distracted. So you must guide your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Every day guide your mind. Every day guide your heart. Don't live for nothing. Don't live an ordinary life. Don't be an empty Christian. Don't just be a regular Christian. Be on fire for the Lord. Be on fire for the Lord. Go the extra mile in prayer. Go the extra mile in teaching. Go the extra mile in prayer. Go the extra mile in the study of the word. Go the extra mile. Bible talked about the Berean Christian who they went home to check again after doing after doing long hours of Bible study. They will go home again to check if these things were so as they were taught. They go home again after a long time of Bible study. They go home again to, to, to check uh, to check the to check if these things were so. Go the extra mile in prayer. Go the extra mile. Pastor Austin yesterday was encouraging us about so winning. How that you, in his internship here after he sits on the level, he went all out, winning souls every day, every blessed day. In his service here, the same thing, winning souls every day for the Lord Jesus. There's no excuse good enough for you. There's no excuse for a man who wants to make a mark in destiny. Paul said, I've been fully persuaded. I'm fully persuaded. I'm fully persuaded that nothing can separate me from the love of Christ. My heart is bleeding and burning today. 
that nothing can separate me. You know, some person just think it's just a call to say nothing can separate me from the love of Christ. It's a call to laziness. No. What it means is that nothing can distract you from this love of Christ. Nothing can distract you from living intentionally. Nothing can distract you now that you're saved. Now that you're saved, God has placed a responsibility on you. Oh, Shamana Marakides. So invest in yourself every day. Invest in yourself. Don't just talk about what you want to do. Invest in yourself. Invest spiritually. Invest mentally. Get good books. Get serious in prayer. Have talking sessions with God. Have talking sessions with God. There are many things that will make you want to be afraid. You will hear voices of people. People who are too experienced. They will tell you, what, what, what are you doing? Oh, we don't know this is old Jared. No, you stay strong. Stay strong. Bible says, I haven't done all those stand, stand. Stand in the liberty where which God has made you free. Stand. Stand strong. You say, endure hardness as a good soldier. Stand strong in prayer. Oh, Shamana Marakize. Ronde Kobabaya. Inama Soko Be strengthened with might by spirit in your inner man. After today, I want to see believers who are responsible. Who are responsible. In responsibility spreading the message of Jesus. Who are responsible in prayer? Who are responsible in word of soul winning? Who are responsible everywhere they go? They are living for Jesus, living for Christ, living for Christ, living for Christ. You're not living for nothing. You're not living an ordinary life. Take giant step. Another thing I want to say in living intentionally, you must be ready to take giant steps. You must be ready to take giant steps. You must be ready to take giant steps. If you're writing these things, please write them. They would help you. You must be ready to take giant steps. I'll just come down to natural things. Like, remember the first time I made a payment for, for a house that was just 120000 It was like I wanted to die. I'm like, eh? You mean 120000 just let, I wanted to die? But that was just a step I, I took some years back. And today, anytime I remember that step, I would just be laughing. I would just be like, ah! So we need to take giant steps this year, not next year, this year. Make up your mind to take giant step in destiny. Steps that are bigger than you in your mind. I say in prayer, you stretch the borders of your mind. As you study the word of God, you, you see that there is no impossibility with God. So take giant steps this year. I don't know the step you want to take. Maybe it's just a prophetic word for somebody. You are going to take giant steps this year. This year. Take the giant steps. Take it for the Lord Jesus. Take it for the Lord Jesus. Paul, Paul said, none of these things move me. How that a prophet came and showed Paul with a belt that if you go to this city, if you go to this city as, as Melita, that you will be bound. The owner of this belt will be bound and will be tied and will be persecuted for the gospel. Paul responded and said, none of, but none of these things move me. Make sure none of these things move you. Take giant steps. Take giant steps. Take giant steps. I don't know why I'm spending time here. Oh, but glory to God. I'm seeing people who will take giant steps in destiny. Take giant steps. Great things don't happen by accident. Nobody becomes great by accident. Nobody lives intentional for Jesus by accident. It's not accidental. You must take giant steps. You must make up your mind. Flood your mind with the word of God until you are so full of faith. 
We pray in the Holy Ghost. Get Rafa Nima Hoskins. Orondo Sopabaya. Inamara Tegas. God is sending me all over the world with the news of His saving power. He's sending me to all the nations of the earth. I do not see limitations around me. I take giant steps. I'm walking on water. I'm triumphing and reigning in Christ Jesus. The Bible says, For it is God who caused us both to will and to do of His good pleasure. He said, Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God who always gives us the victory. Thanks be to God who always caused us to triumph in Christ Jesus. All these scriptures should fill your heart. You should fill your heart with the word of God. That you just see yourself walking, literally walking on water, literally walking on the air. You must take giant steps because nothing great happens by accident. So if you are where you are today and you don't like where you are, I have good news for you. I have good news for you, brethren. Brother, I have good news for you. And my good news is simple. It's simple that you can change the tides. You can change the tides of your life now. Yes, you can. You are that powerful if you train your mind to do so. How do you train your mind? By the word of God. How do you train your mind? By the word of God. If you see Romans, Romans chapter 12, it tells us how to train our mind. You flood your mind with the word of God. Romans 12 verse 2. It says, and be not conformed to this world. How do you not conform to this world? Now they are telling you that there's a lockdown, there's COVID-19. That's the world is taking a new conformation. The world is getting formed. Anytime I explain this scripture, I like using, maybe when you're baking, you're baking a cake, and you see that you, you have to do a lot of mixtures of flour and all that, and sugar, and, and then you place it in a, in a can, you place it in a, and it takes the shape, it takes the shape that you had designed in your mind. So Bible is saying, don't, don't take the shape of this world. The same way flour is mixed with butter and everything and sugar and icing and everything is added. And then it takes the shape the baker desires. But he says, do not take the shape of this world. Do not be conformed. That's what it means. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do you renew that you may know what's the good and acceptable will of the Lord? So do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You renew your mind in prayers. You renew your mind as you give yourself to the word of God. Oh, Shabarakiata. Take giant step this year. Start acting now. Change the way you see your life. Change the way you see life. Act now. Take giant step. Especially if you're young, take giant steps. Even if you're young now, if you're old, still take giant steps. Take steps for Jesus. Take steps for Jesus. Do it now. Go out and win his soul. Go out and win his soul. Stay in prayers. Stay strong. Stay strong. Someone is telling me, what if I fail? And I, what if I fail? Then you fail, you go up again and do it again and again and again. Again and again. Stop blaming people. Stop blaming your uncles and God and government. That no, don't take giant step for the Lord Jesus. Oh, I'm seeing people who emerge after this meeting, and they'll begin to take step for the Lord. Spend time arranging your life with God. That's what it means to live intentionally. So persons are just living their life, and let's just live, and let's just let's just eat. Let's just wait till they pay your salary. Let's just wait till I get that good job. No, after today you have to stop that thing and start thinking well. Put your life in order. Set your heart in order with the word of God. I've programmed my life that will become so great for the Lord Jesus. 
that I'm going upward and forward. I'm not just talking, I'm taking steps. So as you are taking steps, you are setting your life in order. You are taking your life in order. Monde Gorahatash, Rondo Soba Baladegas, Red Dekoma Mana Barakidi, O Fifana Mate Shiga, Red Digobana Marakosko Batash. Now, when there's a lockdown, there's lockdown everywhere. Somehow, the world will experience a change after the end of the COVID 19. But as believers, we, are, we have to respond that we have eternal life within us. We have a life within us, not subject to death or defeat. No, not subject to virus, viral chain. No, a simple virus cannot change your plan. Even if it's to change, it's to change it for the better. No, even if you change it, you change it for the better. So don't vote for any reason. Start giving up. Because spend this time with the Lord Jesus. Arrange your life. Spend the time with the Lord Jesus. If you are in a city where they are giving you time to just stay, that is a good, that's a good opportunity for you. Lock yourself and arrange your life for the Lord Jesus. Ask the Lord, God, what would you want me to do today? What would you want me to do? I will spend this time in prayer. I will spend it in the world. You know what, you know what, you know what Peter said? He said, hey, now, brethren, let me read a scripture for you. I commend you, brethren, to the world. Of his grace. Acts chapter 20, verse 32. Acts 20, verse 32. So this was a, this was a prescription that was given to the church. He said, and hey, now, brethren, I commend you to, do, to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all them that are sanctified so i commend you brethren to to god and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up act 20 32. so god's word can build us it can build us if we stay with the word of god say god i don't know what to do stay with the word of god pastor Paul was telling us when you stay with the word of god you will know what to do when we're talking when we talk about when we talked about Purpose the same thing again. Stay with the word of God. We talk about the seriousness of purpose. We say, stay with the word of God. God's word begin to flood your heart. Begin to flood your heart. Let me tell you a short story. I, I, I wrote it down in a book. Some years ago, the Lord appeared before me, and then He was giving people gifts, giving gifts to so many persons. Every gift I lay my hands on will fall off my hand. If I lay my hand on B, it will fall off my hand. If I lay my hand on C, it will fall off, off, off my hand. And both they were sharing golden boxes everywhere. Everything I tried to touch will fall off my hand. I, 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 I was so disappointed about myself. I was like, God, why am I living an empty life? I, I kneeled down there and started crying. I said, God, I'm not going home today. Everybody had left the place. And I was just there crying. I was like, God, you have to help me. God, you have to help me. You have to help me. I need something to go home with. I need something to go home with. Then an angel of the Lord came to meet me in that room. Came to meet me in that room and he said, Son, he said, Follow me. And I followed the angel of the Lord. And as I followed him, I could see a, 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 a box, like a box gift that was rejected. Nobody accepted the gift. Lo and behold, when we opened it, it was just a Bible. And I got angry again. I was like, ah, why, why are you giving me a Bible again? What I need is something that is shining. I need a gold. I'm telling you a true life story. It's it's like six years ago. I've not said it to anybody. I, I just read it in the book. And I was like, ah, why, why, are you, why are you giving me a Bible now? I already have, I already have a Bible. 
I can get Bible that I need a golden box, maybe a box of gold or a box of jewelry or a box of diamond or silver or something. And then he said to me in that dream, he said, if you take hold of this word of God and study, study and practice it, every other thing you want, you will get it in life. I woke up immediately from that dream, fully convinced and fully assured that if I stay with the word of God, God will turn my life around forever. Then I saw it that if you seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, every other thing will be added unto you. I can make, I can let you know that I've seen the help of the Lord. As you stay in the word of God, you will see help. I'm not trying to say, I'm, I'm not ignorant that you, you need, I know you need money, but if you stay with the word of God, you will see a mighty supply. You just see God opening doors for you beyond human comprehension. Oh, Shara Madasi Babaye. Megorate Kobabana. Delana Rakosko. Pida Babaye. Oh, Fanateges. Even intentionally, you must stay in God's design. Yes, you must stay in God's design. This is another part I must tell you. In living intentionally, you must stay in God's design. Stay in God's design. Don't be jumping up and down A from point A to point B to no, stay in God's design. Stay in God's plan. I was reading Kenneth Higgins' book, Purpose Pop, Pop, Plans, Plans and Pursuits. And one of the things that, that I read, maybe I read that, read that part, I knelt down and I was praying for hours. I was crying and praying. I mean this week. Purpose, plans and pursuit. I've read the book for like four or five times, God knows. I was reading it again and I fresh and I was crying. What did this what did Kenneth Hagin say? Kenneth Hagin said many persons pursue their own plans and then they bring their own plans to the Lord and they are begging the Lord to bless it. God bless my plan. God bless my plan. Whereas God's plan for them is already blessed. As simple as that is, it could change your life forever. Many persons leave God's plan for their life. And then they bring another plan. They are begging the Lord to bless it. God, just bless my ozu. Bless my ozu. Bless my ozu. But you are forgotten God's plan for you, which is already blessed. You are asking God, I need provision. I need provision for what I want to do. How good I need your help for what I want to do. And you have left what God has designed you to do. Because that one is already blessed. There's always a provision for in God's vision. God doesn't give a design that is not blessed. No, God has already blessed us. Ephesians 1 3. See, for He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. He has already blessed you. So, God's design for your life is already blessed. And how do you know God's design? The same thing. You stay in the Word of God. God has a design for you. You stay in the Word of God. You stay in the Word of God. And the, the only way to master God's design is to stay long enough in the Word of God. The word of God will unveil God's mind to you perfectly. It will take away wrong voices, the wrong desires, wrong desires, wrong desires. It will take it off. The Bible says in Hebrews 4, verse 12, that the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than two edged sword. It can pierce the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. God's word can pierce it. What does that mean? It means there are many plans in the heart of a man. I want to be this. And there are many ambitions in our hearts. So many Christians are, are too full of so many ambitions. Some of these ambitions, we pick them from our environment. From this ambition, we'll pick it from our neighbor. Ah, my neighbor is now doing this and he's making this. He's making money. All of a sudden, you have changed everything God has called you to do. You have left it. You want to pursue again. 
it is because you are not giving your heart to the word of God. The word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than two edged sword, piercing towards the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and of the marrow. You will see it piercing it. As you stay with the world, you begin to take away wrong desires, wrong ambitions. So, person's ambition is just, is just wild out of this world. But if you stay in the world of God long enough, it's begin to pierce those ambitions, begin to take them away from you. I, my ambition is just what God wants me to do. I have one desire. I have one desire to do all the Lord wants me to do. To be a simple Christian, reflecting the glory of the Lord Jesus, reflecting the glory of the risen Christ. I have one ambition, one thing have I desired of the Lord. Just one thing, one thing have I desired out of the Lord. I will send me, I will spread the fairgrounds of His love, the fairgrounds of His grace to every man that come across my way. To everyone I see, they will see the goodness of the Lord. To everyone I see, they will experience the power of the Lord. They will experience the spirit of the Lord flow. That's what it means to live intentionally. To live intentionally is not even to, to begin to, to make the vision loud. Say, we are going global. We are taking over the world. You are not taking over anything. You are not taking over anything. You, you have to stay with the world and make sure you know what you are doing. Sometimes to live intentionally may actually mean to reduce the things you are doing. That is what it means. Does not mean you start doing 50 things. I think it was Pastor Pam that mentioned that if your vision, sometimes your vision might not even, it might not even gain worldly attention. It might not even gain global attention. No. But it will gain heaven's approval. Your vision might not even gain global as in, the world might not even know. It will gain heaven's attention. It will gain heaven's attention. Oh, Faramina Gattes. And also, Bratiga Teno Faramitageros, others say so, Babaya Tecocomana Tisha. So, in living intentionally, you must deal with fear. You, I mean, deal with, you must deal with it. Nobody becomes great without convincing. You must be fully convinced. If not, you will not be great. You must be fully persuaded. Fully persuaded. That's one way to deal with fear. You must be fully persuaded. So you see a lot of persons who have this, who God has placed so many things in their mind, have instructions. I think I should do this, but it's just Mr. Fear. Fear is just telling you, do you think you can do it? Do you think you are good enough? You have to see yourself that you are really good enough to do what God wants you to do. Second Timothy 1 verse 7. Say, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Second Corinthians 9, verse 8. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. So fear can destroy your convictions. Fear can actually destroy your convictions. But if you stay with the Lord Jesus, oh, Pharaoh, man, not take us. Fear does not leave here. Fear does not leave here. For he has said that I may boldly say that the Lord is my helper. There's no fear in love. There's no fear around me. So you must deal with fear. Some people are just afraid. What if I do this? Won't people say I'm trying to show my... No, you have to show yourself. Bible says, let your light so shine before all men that they may see is your good work and glorify the Father. Glorify the Father who is in heaven. Quickly, fear will prevent you from walking in God's big plan, God's big dream. Fear would prevent you from walking in God's big dream. Fear would make you see everything as impossible. But faith would help you command the impossible. 
Fear will raise his ugly head in different ways as insecurity, as anxiety, as failure, as loss. But faith will make you see everything from the point of victory. Faith will make you see life from the point of victory. My Bible says in Romans 10 verse 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing again and again the word of God. So you must camp around folks who are burning for the Lord Jesus. You must camp around those who are burning for the Lord Jesus. So of us, we are just around empty people. That's why we are afraid. The more you camp around canal folks, the more fear grows bigger in your life. If you stay around saints, supernatural people who are believing in the word of God, as a body jointly filled together, provoking one another unto love and unto good work, you will see that faith is coming around you. As you stay with faith-filled believers, you will see that faith is coming upon you. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Shorabate konahase, zenoromino madash, ronde kebaba bara, sobita bababa yesh. So you take this confession, say, Grace is multiplied for me. Grace is multiplied for me. Grace has been poured into my lips. The spirit of wisdom is at work in me. I walk in faith with a pure heart, not for plaudit or popularity. I walk in faith with a pure heart, not for plaudit or popularity, not a platform to shine or outshine others. My purpose is to reconcile all men back to God. My message is clear and simple that Jesus died so we could all live, that Jesus died so I could live. That he who knew no sin was made sin, so that I will become the righteousness of God in him. So in everything I do, I put Jesus, I put Christ as the, at the center, and I consciously dispense the love of God. You are going to face some kind of oppositions. You are going to meet people who will be difficult with you. You are going to sometimes even be your family people. You will face oppositions once you want to live intentionally. It does not mean that and because you want to live intentionally now, because you want to live for Jesus, then you will not face anything. No, that's a lie. You will face things. You will face a whole lot that will want to pull you down. But do not be afraid. I'm telling you ahead of time. As you set your heart to do great things for the Lord, maybe a ministry, maybe a business, maybe something in, your, in, in, in the church, maybe a, a, an idea God has given to you, maybe a vision, maybe, maybe you will just see a lot of things that will make you feel bad. But remember... I said, none of these things move me. Let me read the scripture for you. Paul was in danger several times. For all the apostles of, of the Lord, they had the disciples of the Lord, they had their own moment of troubles, of trials. But their declarations never changed. Their confessions were all one and the same. All one and the same. At Miletus, the Holy Spirit gave Paul a, a, a poor view of the dangers ahead of him. But let's learn from what Paul said in Acts chapter 20, verse 24. Acts 20, verse 24, the scripture you should look at. He said, But none of these things moved me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I may finish my course with joy. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God forever. I think we'll end with this scripture. Acts chapter 20, verse 24. He said, But none of these things moved me. So then, when the prophet has told him 
that ah, this is what will be what would happen to you. But look at how amazing Paul responded. You must learn this scripture as you go about to live intentionally. He said, But none of these things moved me, neither count I my life dear unto myself. So of us we are too we are we are, we are too we are too concerned about ourselves. Say, you don't do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? No, you don't know that you don't know, you don't, you don't, we don't know anything. I've been crucified with Christ. I don't have a life of my own. I don't have one reputation of myself. My reputation is Jesus. It's Jesus that is my, in my blood. If you, if you take part of my vein out, you will see that it's the blood of Jesus that is revealed in my life. I don't have anything. He said, but none of these things move me. Neither count my life there unto myself, so that I may finish my course with joy. Glory to God. And the ministry which I received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. So don't let anything move you. You, you might face hard times, but do not let these hard times move you. You might, you might face that the, 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 the world at large is in confusion and there's pandemic everywhere. I'm not in pandemic. I'm not in confusion. I'm not in confusion. He said we keep in perfect peace. Perfect peace. Shalom, shalom. Those whose hearts is stayed on the Lord. He will keep in perfect peace. Those whose hearts is stayed on the Lord. Every time I try saying words from the word of God, so I, I will keep my heart. I heart say, I will not be afraid. I will not be silent. Oh, Pharaoh, me the Gabaye. Bible says, mark the perfect man. For the end of that man is peace. For the end of that man is peace. Mark the perfect man. There's peace for me. There's peace for you if you're listening to me right now. There's peace for you. Oh, Randa Shabala Namanabakas. We'll just pray. I will not be silent, but I will always worship you. Oh, Randa Sopabana Mida. Rondo Gobabai. Shabana Barabada Badabada Just pray in the spirit of the Lord that none of this thing move me I will not be silent with God's plan for my life I will not be silent as long as I live Nothing silence your voice. I prophesy upon your life. Nothing silence your voice. Nothing silence your voice. You will not live for nothing. You will not live an empty life. You will not live a disorganized life. You will not live an empty life. You redeem the time. You will not. Read, you will not work for nothing. You will not be on earth. Paul said, "I do not run as one beating the air. I do not run." As one beating the air, I do not run as one beating the air, 
but I run that I may receive the prize. He said, run that you may obtain. 1 Corinthians 9, verse 26 to 28. He said, do not run as one beating the air. I run, I run, I run with the prize in mind. I run that I may obtain. I therefore run, so run, not as uncertainly. So fight I, not as one that beats the air. As I conclude today, do not run and run in vain. Do not live and live for nothing. Do not live and be silent. Let the whole world know that you came and you came for Jesus. Let the whole world know. Let the whole world know that Christ in me is the hope of glory. Let the whole world know that I, Christ in me is the hope of glory. Let the whole world know that I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. For the life I live now in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Oh, Roman de Kabayatash. As you close your eyes in the spirit, you begin to see the spirit of the Lord instruct you. You begin to open your eyes to redeem the time, to maximize your time. Do not live for nothing. Man de cola terro fifana rigo sope palanamara de gabaye o shagada barata gabarate kopapa lima roso menananadash rede komanamatash ele berogos kobradina marake kobabaye o le mesobalatasha rigo bono manamaye o sefrodigabaye for in Jesus they will pray find our scripture and then Pastor Nii will just do I will not be silent again uh, it's not just a song it's a declaration that I will not be silent truly Ephesians chapter 5 I will end with this Ephesians 5 verse 14 it says wherefore he says awake then that are asleep and arise from the dead and Christ will give you light I mean if you are ready to live intentionally you look up to Yahweh and he will give you light he says, see then you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time. Some of us will not be here till we are 80 years. It's just a fact. It's not a prayer. Some of us will not be here till we are 100 years. Some of us will not even be here till we are 120 years. When I, when I, when, if I'm talking about this, you should be subtracting it from your age and know that you should redeem the time because the days are evil. Therefore, be ye not unwise, Ephesians 5, 
verse 17. Therefore, be you not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. 18 says, And be not be drunk with wine, wearing his essence, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourself in sounds and hymns and singing and making melody in our hearts. So we'll just take the last song as we go. Oh, Pharaoh, me, the Lord. I will As long as you're breathing, as long as you're breathing, you will always worship the Lord Jesus. As long as you're breathing, you will live intentionally for Jesus. As long as you're breathing, as long as I'm breathing, oh Remina Masopia, Kenon Fana Mana Maya Kekos, oh Rondo Somina Manaha, Lino Faratika Baba Bana Baba 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 Bana. As long as I'm breathing, as long as I'm breathing, Jesus, as long as I'm breathing, Jesus, as long as I'm breathing, as long as I'm breathing, as long as
it your confession throughout the night keep saying it don't stop as long as I'm breathing not I will sometimes worship him not when it's good I will, be, I will worship him I will always worship him Father we thank you for in Jesus name we pray Amen and Amen Hallelujah God bless you for all those who followed I'll try and make sure the audio is available so for we can actually listen again and again and again. Next week we'll have an exciting time. I, I, I perceive by the Spirit of the Lord that we'll be praying a lot next week. It's going to be an intensive time. There will be an, a massive influence of the Spirit. I trust that it will be next week. What I'm sensing is, and once the Spirit gives me, go ahead. Next week will be a good time in the Spirit, like an influence of the Spirit. I trust it will be next week, and of course, we might have a, a speaker that will be showing up. God bless you from this end. God bless you as many who follow through or spend time following. We truly love you. We appreciate your time giving to us. We love you again and again. God bless you.